0: and welcome back to Music Free Static. I hope you're having a fabulous day. And today I want to talk about Percy Jackson and the Olympians, uh the TV series, not the book series, cuz the book series is also awesome, but the TV series is just wrapped up. This was on Disney Plus and it it was fun. It was a fun fun series. This is the TLDR. Turns out I liked Percy Jackson and the olympians season one <laughs> okay yeah this was a this was an interesting show uh i i really enjoyed the the books okay percy jackson and the olympians and the heroes of olympus series are lots of fun uh the trials of apollo i didn't like quite as much but they were they were fun series right and I really like the meshing of Greek mythology and modern day, okay? I just, I like the way they sort of interweave all of that stuff, okay? Now, is it perfect? No, no, of course not. The books aren't, the the TV show isn't, but they are a lot of fun. And I really enjoyed the series because... They were fun. It's one of the reasons I like a lot of uh, YA fantasy. Is because you get the the adventure, and you don't lose the fun. I think too many adult or, or series targeted towards adults lose that, that that aspect of telling stories. Is they lose the fun, and I like things that are fun. So, so let's talk about season 1 of Percy Jackson and the Olympians um what i thought they did a great job of telling the story that was actually in the book Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief okay so the the idea is that each season is going to cover one book from that series and the lightning thief was it had been adapted into a movie before which had its Moments, I guess. But basically didn't really tell the story very well. Or more to the point, it told the lightning thief aspect of the story, but stripped out everything that was related to the rest of the series. So I'm going to talk spoilers here because I kind of have to, but the book's been out for 20 years. (laughs) So, you know, if that's not spoilers enough, one of the big aspects, or actually it's the main through line of Percy and the Olympians is that uh, the Titan Kronos is rising from Tartarus to conquer the, the Greek gods and the world itself, okay? This is the ongoing problem. Okay. Sort of like Harry Potter has Voldemort, Percy Jackson has um, Kronos. Now, in the, the movies that they had made, however many years ago it was, they stripped all of that out. I just told of Percy going to find and recover Zeus's master bolt, the bolt that all of his lightning is uh, patterned after, and I guess a focus for his his ability to throw lightning. Okay. Well, it, it gets stolen. Percy goes to to find it. Okay, that's that's the premise. But throughout the the book, there are hints that other things are happening and you start to see that with um percy's dreams for example and you see that like there's um there's a scene where percy is it should have been percy who's being dragged into tartarus which is like the the pit that all of the monsters get thrown into when they die they respawn there um you know, it, it's that type of, it, it's it's sort of a hell, okay? And he was supposed to have getting, gotten dragged there by some uh, cursed tennis shoes, and uh, Grover instead had been wearing the shoes because he was a satyr and had hooves and not feet. The shoes pulled off his feet and down into the hole. Fabulous, right? These are the things that go through the entire the entire book, right? You're getting all of these hints that there's more going on here than just the the family squabbles of Zeus and his his children, his siblings, and their children. Okay. And this and the series did a pretty good job of telling that. Obviously, anytime you convert a book to any other medium really something has to change okay? it's, it is there are things that work in a book that don't work on screen and there are things that work on screen that don't work in a book it's just the nature of the storytelling right? with a book you get all you can have all of the internal monologues of your protagonist that doesn't work well in a movie or on TV and so you have to adjust your storytelling to adapt to that Okay. and they they did a good job they cut out some stuff that didn't need to be there they adapted some things to make it easier to tell the story on screen and as I said I think they did a pretty good job of it now I had some issues and I'm not and again I said I love the series but there I had some problems and some of it i think i don't know maybe it was the format i'm not entirely sure it felt like the series was sort of rushing through the book on the other hand it also felt slow does that make sense i it was weird now i think this this might be a case of the series is gonna be a better better on a binge okay now, I haven't done that yet, and I probably will not soon. Uh, <laughs> Hermitcraft season ten just started. I'm going to be busy for a little while. <laughs> but uh, no, it was it had a weird feel to it at times. And as I said, I think this show is going to be fabulous on a binge because I think the. I think part of my feeling of the slowness of the storytelling is the week-to-week break. Okay. So, I take that with a grain of salt. I've really, each episode itself I said felt pretty good. So, I had some issues. I had a really serious issue. And then, the solution, why the solution worked just dawned on me. So, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, But my other issue is that I was not overly impressed with the acting of the child stars. Okay. Um, Leah Jeffries as Annabeth, I never felt like she was Annabeth. I always felt like she was acting. Now, I don't know how old she is. They were pretty insistent. They're, th- these characters are 12, okay? So, you know, it's... You know, they're, they're definitely children, and the actors are young enough to play them as children. So, uh, that may be part of it. But it, it just... It, I never felt like I was seeing Annabeth on screen. I always felt like I was seeing somebody playing Annabeth on screen. And in some ways I felt the same way about uh, Walter Scoble as Percy. Though he got I think he got better as the series went on. Now I'm obviously I know they they film things out of order, so it's not like they've started day one here and just because that's just not how TV or movie production works. When it gets to the final, final episode, his fight with Ares, his confront, basically ends up confronting Zeus. He returns the bolt, but then confronts him and drops the, "Hey, bad times are coming. You've got to pay attention to this warning." And then his discussion with Poseidon afterwards. All of that felt really good. That felt more like, hey, uh, this I'm watching Percy Jackson, I'm not watching Walter Scoble playing Percy Jackson. Right? And I kind of felt that from said, all three of the actors. Um, Aryan Shimhadri, who played Grover, um, <sighs> I did not like the portrayal. I think he, I think he acted the direction he was given. And to be honest, it probably is very accurate to the books. I don't, when I read Grover in the books, I don't read him as being whiny, I guess. Now he, he was always nervous in the books. Um, he ends up, you know, eating his way through a bag full of tin cans and things like that, right? They cut, they cut that, all of that, all the cans and stuff they cut out of the this show entirely. So it could be just the portrayal of what actually is on the page didn't sit well with me. And I don't know what it was. Um, I said it's not that it was bad, it just, I never... I could never connect to Grover in the series. Now, there was a great scene. Actually, this whole sequence where he and Ares are sitting in a burger shop. They're at a diner while Percy and Annabeth have to go to... um, (sighs) Okay, I want to call it Waterworld because that's the name of the actual water park in in Denver. Um, Waterland, I think as they call it in the book. Yeah, I, my mom lived in Wheat Ridge. <laughs> Waterworld is right there. We went to Waterworld on, on multiple occasions. So it's a, it's a fun water park to to play at. They had some great water slides, you know, all sorts of good stuff. Okay, but anyway, Percy and Annabeth go to, to Waterland to get um, Ares shield, right? Now, this had some success. Substantial changes from the book, and I think part of that was to um, to really focus and understand Annabeth a little bit more. But I think it also helps. I think it helps show how separate Percy was from the 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 Greek mytholo- mythological world. Okay, so just like the book. They go to the water park. They end up on the, uh, it's the Tunnel of Love, but it's a thrill ride of love, something like that, right? In the book, it's the, their car goes down ramps. You get this whole water slide type, roller coaster type ride. And you get some of that in the show as well, but they also used the ride to tell the story of Hephaestus. What you end up with in the show is basically this episode really focusing on the really messed up family dynamics of Zeus and the other gods, right? Hephaestus was, was deeply in love with Aphrodite. She, of course, wanted nothing to do with him because he was a... He was malformed, if you want to use that messed up term for it. He was he was twisted. I think is is how the description usually goes, um, and ugly, right? Not, <laughs> I, I literally I think he was so ugly. There they had some issues, right? And Hephaestus the. I think the myth goes, and this this part wasn't in the book, but the myth was uh, Hephaestus trapped Athena in a chair that he had designed that she could not escape. And she only, Hephaestus only let Athena out if he was uh, given Aphrodite to, to be his wife. This leads to some other issues as well, but right, you can see this family is messed up. Well, in the book, or in the in the TV show, excuse me, they find the chair, and the chair is the key to getting the shield. So Percy sacrifices himself, he sits in the chair, he's trapped by it, and now Annabeth gets the shield. Okay. And she starts trying to work on the chair. Of course, she's never going to be able to solve it because that's not her... This, this is a, a puzzle designed by... A god of puzzles, right? It's, she's not, it's not likely that she's going to solve it. And she doesn't. She ends up having a very interesting heart-to-heart with somebody who they call Hephaestus. Now, I use that phrase deliberately. What, what they portrayed Hephaestus as was a sort of kindly professor type with a cane this was not the twisted too ugly to be around person that that's described in the myths and that led to you know the whole that whole mess with uh Aphrodite now does that matter i don't know but it it bugged me That said, the actor did a fine job, but it was, it just, it was stuff like that that kind of bugged me, okay? On the other hand, the story they told was great, okay? If I'm going to engage with the story that's presented and and acknowledge that, okay, some things I don't, I disagreed with their take on that character. Okay, fine. That's not a problem. But engaging with the story they presented is here is Annabeth, who's grown up basically in this world and has just taken the behavior of the gods for granted. And here she is, who she's dealing with Percy, and he's not accepting of this. He's straight up saying, you know, this isn't right. This isn't, no, this is stupid. Why are these people are jerks? Because Sally, his mom, made sure he understood that as he was growing up. And Annabeth has learned that. And that's part of what she's, part of the story that's told in that episode is the family dynamics of, of the gods is not great. They're petty, backbiting jerks most of the time. Some yeah, not so much. And the the series codes Poseidon as sort of the uh, the model of you know he's the good guy, right? Turns out he's he's also still a, a, has his issues, but everyone else has problems, and it is sort of the whole point of of the story. We find out in later books that. Hermes treatment of Luke is part of what set him on the path to become the antagonist or is the the henchman of of the story right um he is the human avatar that does that does the bidding and does the will of of Chrononos uh, through the rest of the story and part of that and part of the reason he Recruits other demigods to support his cause, is because the rest of the gods are jerks, right? They they treat their children badly, um, and it doesn't. It's it's just a mess. So while they changed that that scene in um uh, for for this TV series, and in, in the book. It's just Annabeth working fast to fix the, to rig the boat they're on to escape, okay? As they come down a hill and they, she does, she rigs something and does the math in her head so, so Percy can give them a boost with all the water, right? Which he can do because he is the son of Poseidon and has all of these water powers, right? So it was an excellent change. The um, there are some changes like with the Lotus Hotel. The time stuff is still there, but like the the hotel is still sort of outside of time a little bit. But in the books, they don't meet Hermes there, and I think it helps. They help set up a little bit more of what was what's coming in later books or later series, I suppose. And I said it it worked fairly well. Um it said most, of that's, most of those changes were good. Some of it they just sort of hand waved, like <sighs> there's a so there After they help Ares, he gets them on a truck to Vegas. You know, here's here's your ride to the next step in the the trip. In the book that's just just take it as far as it'll go, and they break out of it in in Vegas when it stops. And it's carrying a... It's a truck full of exotic animals, and there's a lot of discussion about the animals and nature and pan and all this other stuff, which, again, comes up a lot through the rest of the series. And they cut that storyline completely out of the the movies that had been made. Well, in this series, yes, they get the truck with exotic animals, and... At the beginning of the next uh episode they're out of the truck and the animals are running loose in vegas not i mean they just cut out all of the story there which is okay i'm not not necessarily saying it's it, that it's bad but you know it again you've got to make changes for the time allotted and let's tell the important story not some of these little extra bits and pieces okay I've said it that I didn't like the acting as much from the child stars. The adults were fabulous. It was was pretty amazing, most of them. Adam Copeland, um, who played Ares, was perfect as that sort of menacing, angry, stupid (laughs) uh, god of war, right? And he brought in all of his wrestling background, and it was... Fabulous. And when Poseidon calls him a moron later, it's like, yeah, yeah, I I we see that. See that completely. So, you know, I totally get that. Um, and you see that uh they had Lynn Manuel Miranda who played uh Hermes, and he did fine. Um uh, because he's a he's a tremendous actor, right? Um uh, the person who really stole the show. Uh, was Virginia Cole who played Sally Jackson? Man, you really feel everything from her, from her, right? You get, like the, the, she gets, she I really broadcasts all of that mom energy and the full package of mom energy. The the parent who is tired and just and loves their kid but can only do so much and is trying to help them and sometimes doesn't like the solution she has to go through, but it just, right? Yeah, as a parent, I've been there, right? I know that feeling. Yeah, plus the intense love. she She does everything even when it hurts her, right? She'll do everything for her kid because that's who she is. And... Man, her her portrayal is amazing amazing one of the best parts of this show on the other hand I wasn't particularly thrilled with Chiron again it, it, it's so many of the actors it felt they felt stilted almost i and I maybe if I watch it again um it'll feel better I mean' I'll, it'll It'll feel more like I'm in the story unless I'm watching a story. Right, if that makes sense. But for the most part, the actors are great. Okay. The all of the guest stars, they 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 shined and it was and that was amazing. But it kind of they're their amazingness really made the, the weaknesses of the child leads stand out a little bit. Now, with that said, I think all of the the actors playing the, all of those children improved as the series went on. And if they make the next four seasons of this show, I think they're going to be great. Right, I I was able to see it already with um, Scoble. His his um, initial scenes there with Yancy Academy and and all of that, just and actually heck, his early the early stuff at Camp Half Blood, so felt really awkward and not like oh he's an actor playing a kid who's awkward. It's a the actor looks awkward in the role. He looks awkward acting, on the other hand, said so at the end of the series, you know he was he was great, and there are a couple of scenes um a scene with him and um Hades, which I think he did pretty well, so you could see there was some progression he's getting better, and I think all of these actors, if the series continues, are gonna be fabulous by the end, right and we saw that in Harry Potter too you know Daniel Radcliffe and Emma Watson um, Rupert Grint their acting in Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone is not wonderful it's good I mean they're okay you can see why they got the role maybe over somebody else but they feel like child actors right they look like they look like people who are acting as opposed to being Harry and Hermione and Ron, right? By the end of those movies, they are Harry and Hermione and Ron and not actors playing Harry and Hermione and Ron, right? That's, they, they grew as actors over the eight or nine years that it took to make this, those movies. I think we're going to see the same growth for these, these three. And I'm, really excited about it i'm 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 stoked to see where this goes because i think despite their weaknesses now so i think they're going to be amazing and the story is really good and i i talked about it a couple of weeks ago i think of books i think would be better as tv series rather than movies this was high on my list because I think it fits better into this format. And the books tend to be they almost read like an adventure of the week. okay and th- and that's not a bad thing because they've got a great through line of the story, but it is very much a this chapter is is a crisis. And they solve the crisis, and then they deal with the aftermath in the next chapter or two. and then it's the next crisis. And that structure works really well for the series. And we saw that here in this one. Because you get Percy with his troubles in New York. You get his time at Camp Half-Blood. And then you get the major stops along his trip west. Right? Running into Medusa. Running into Echidna at um, the St. Louis Arch. the, The stuff at the Lotus Hotel. Hades and and the underworld and that whole story and then Ares and the conclusion. Okay, All of that fit fairly nicely. And yeah, they cut out little bits here and there, but it works wonderfully for this format. Now, I had an issue and this is a 100% of me issue I've discovered. So in the books... They travel from New York to Los Angeles and eventually they end up on the the beach outside Santa Monica or something. Um, they, They end up on a beach outside of L.A. and that's where the major showdown happens. They defeat Ares and Zeus permits Percy. And that's important because it comes in later. But he permits Percy to fly back to New York. Okay. So here I am. I'm watching this this uh, play out. And I got very confused because they were not in California, sitting standing on the beach in the Pacific Ocean. They're back in Montauk by the, the house that... Uh, Percy and his mom go to at the very beginning, and it made zero sense. And how did they get back? And they do they just walk back to New York. What did it rather than the the pearls they used to get out of the underworld, which I think were pomegranate seeds, seeds in the book, uh, but the pearls they use in the books, they puts them back on the beach in the Pacific in. Uh, in the TV series, now I took him back to, um, took him back to New York, and it took me a minute. <laughs> it took me several minutes. I it hit me yesterday. It's like, well, duh. Of course, this is what happened. I feel like an an idiot. Yeah, of course it. It beams them wherever it, it they need to go. And the story needed them to be on the East Coast. Doesn't matter that confrontation with with Ares can happen anywhere as long as it's on a beach because that's how the story worked doesn't have to be the pacific it could be the atlantic okay yeah it's like uh, so uh, i was confused and this is a 100% a me problem but yeah it was it was good so as i said the final confrontation with Zeus was great so i i'm happy with with it um, and I watched this with two of the biggest Percy Jackson fans I know, my, my two younger daughters. Uh, and my youngest had to go to college before the series <laughs> ended, so I don't know if she's been watching it. But the other one, you know, we've been sitting here, she's like, oh, this has been amazing, this has been great. Um, they to actually told the story of the books, right? So they were thrilled. And and so am I. Said it's, it's it has been it was really good. They got all of the main stuff. They brought Dionysus. He's he's there in camp. They cut him out of the movie completely. So, so if you are a fan of the books Percy Jackson and the Olympians, this is a fabulous um, telling of that first book Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief. I am, I'm hopeful. So hopeful that they actually make the rest of the books in this series into um into the shows. I hope they do another four seasons of this. heck, I hope they do another another nine seasons of this and do um the heroes of Olympus. I don't know if they'll get the chance, but from what I've been seeing online uh, this series has been hitting a lot harder than all of the Marvel stuff has marvel tv stuff has which to be fair some of the recent marvel tv stuff has not been good um and so who knows who knows i really do though i really hope that this takes off it's expensive and disney is trying to make disney plus profitable so who knows but i hope they do it was this was a great series um what I hope was a great season one of the rest of this series. So if you haven't had a chance to watch it, I recommend it. And uh, until next time, be excellent to each other. And this is music free static signing off.